0: Well, good morning. Welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, the Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Jen A. I'm from Colorado. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and today is Friday, January 27, 2023, and it is 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today we're reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're in the chapter titled How It Works. That's chapter number five. We're on page 58, and we're going to be reading the second paragraph. The paragraph <clears throat> begins with, Our stories disclose in a general way, ending with ready to take certain steps. And if I could just go ahead and have the dashboard supervisor mute the line again. Thank you. Today's readers are Team Friday, The 12 Steps, Toby K, 12 Traditions, Chris G, Reader of the Text, Tenzin P, our Closing Reader, Barb W, our Backup Reader, most important, Anita L., and our 12th, uh, let's see, our newcomer greeter will be Sandy Kay, and our second hour moderator is Karen Kay. Thank you, everybody, for your service in this month of January. The reference numbers for yesterday, Thursday, January 26, 2023, are the following. Jot these down. 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Big Book Study Recording is 19,888. That's one And the 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Big Book study recording is 19,893. That's 19893. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone. In compulsively, there are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You big book study, our message here is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. So I will now ask Toby Kay to read the 12 steps.
1: Hi, this is Toby, Toby Kay there you go. yeah, mm-hmm. thank you, Toby Kay from Long Island, New York, uh in Florida right now, number one, we admitted we were powerless over compulsive overeating, that our lives had become unmanageable. two came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity, three made a decision. To turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. four. Made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. five. Admitted to God to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. six. We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. seven. Humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. eight. praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service. I pass. Thank you so much, Toby. I'll now ask Chris
0: G to read the 12 traditions. Thank you. These are the 12
2: traditions. My name is Chris G, and I live in Tennessee. Number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority <clears throat> a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants, they do not govern number three the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively four each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole five each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers six an OA group ought never endorse finance or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. 8. O-Readers Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. 9. at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to, reminding us to place principles before personalities.
0: Thank you for letting me do service. I pass. Thanks, ladies, for your dedicated service this uh, past Friday doing that. This is how our meeting works. There is no absence requirement for sharing on the topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. So we're sharing what the directions mean in the big book to us. So to share, you're gonna press star one, you'll unmute your phone, and once you're done sharing, you'll let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. So today we're resuming our study in the chapter, How It Works, in the big book on page 58. We're reading the second paragraph and doing that one paragraph only. I will now ask Tenzin P. to begin reading. Good morning, everyone. Tenzin P. checking in uh, from New York. Our stories disclose in a general way what we used to be like, what happened, and what we were like now, what we are like now. If you have decided you want what we have and have this and are willing to go to any length to get it, then you are ready to take certain steps. Uh, quite, a, quite a lot packed into that little paragraph. Of course, we've just uh, heard um, a reading of the twelve steps and in just a few paragraphs in this chapter we're going to be introduced to all 12 steps and then uh, we'll be taken through uh, each step and how to do the work um, and uh, actually in the past few parag- uh pa- past few chapters we've been actually exposed to Steps one, two, and three, uh, uh, a bottom. This was in Bill's story. And then uh, lots of other examples of people people who uh, were doing such self-destructive things with the addictions and couldn't figure out a way out on their own. And then we were introduced, uh, we just uh, finished uh, uh, the chapter on uh Sorry, on agnostics. I was really sad when we finished it. It's such an incredible chapter, and um, there we uh, are are given all kinds
2: of ways to think about what is our connection with a higher power or a lack of higher power,
0: and how will how will that function for us? So I also like in this little paragraph how it gives. A little structure for what a lot of people use when when they do a share about their whole story what we used to be like what happened and what we are like now so simple and yet so so rich Um, and so yes i decided that i want what i have seen what i have seen and heard and been around in these rooms for many years now but particularly in our visions for you program and I remember being really scared when my when uh, when I was working with my first vision sponsor. And what does it mean to go to any lengths? And it really took some, you know, talking and thinking about where might be the blockages that were in the way for me. And um, I will say that this going through the steps is a, is something that I do periodically. And right now I'm in an, another eighth step, and it's very rich. It changes each time I go through. So with this is where we learn about, at a deeper level, about how we take responsibility with love and compassion and action. Um, and with that, I'm going to pass. I really look forward to hearing what other people have to say. Thank you. Well, thanks so much, Tenzin T. I appreciate you starting us off this morning. And we do value everyone's experience that's on the line with us today so we do ask that you limit your share to about every third day in order that others might share their experience, strength, and hope too. So, if you'll give me your first name, first initial of your last name, who would like to share on what was read today?
3: Shanna C.
0: Loretta A. L. 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 C. 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 Loretta with Loretta
1: Alice and then w. There was somebody.
0: Thank you, Alice.
1: Thank you, Alice W. And who was the other Raj person G. I Raji. in name? Roz G. Jillian P.
0: Jillian P. And there was a CD somebody. Nancy C. Nancy C. Sorry, Nancy. Sorry, Nancy.
2: <laughs> I really butchered that one. That was good.
0: Oh, turn up your ears. Okay. okay.
2: Did Here you hear it from
0: I didn't. I'll put you down there, Carmella. Thanks. Thank you. All right. So here we go. It looks like we got a good lineup. If I didn't hear you, if you got squelched out there, um, hang out because we'll take another list of names uh, after this. Let me tell you who's in our lineup to go. We have Shanna C., Loretta H., Alice W., Roz G., Jillian P., Nancy C., and Carmella W. All right. Shanna C., go right ahead. Good morning, this is oh, sorry it took a second,
4: <laughs> trying to
0: get to okay. place. Uh, yeah, um, good morning, Shanicee from Overcover Compulsive Overeater from Tennessee, couldn't be happier to be here this morning, and uh, you know, that willingness to go to any length, part of my hang up, uh, you know, is when I hear things like that, especially as a newcomer, not so much now. To have experience with being willing to go to any length, taking action on that, holding my nose and jumping, and seeing that God's right there to catch me. But I'm not going to know that until I take the action. It's kind of like wanting to know what it feels like to be at a party without ever going. So, therefore, if I don't know what it's like before I go, you know, before I even go, then not going, I'll never find out. So, being willing to go to any, any length. You know, got to that point because food had beaten me into the state of reasonableness, not just the food, but the constant obsession over how I look, over um, how I feel, how I think other people feel, how I feel about myself. It's just the constant self-centeredness and all with good intentions, I thought. Um, but being willing to be free of that, being willing to, to take some different directions, being willing to pray and trust that there is a power greater than me that will help me um you know case in point just this weekend i'm at a i'm at a conference at with another fellowship in jacksonville florida this weekend and um a lot of times other people in this particular fellowship they don't understand compulsive overeating they'll have to and i'm learning that because god understand and god provides what i need if i keep close to him and perform his work well so you know asking god god's guidance grant me the abstinence willingness and ability to stick with the food plan pack up all my food terrified of what people are thinking because i'm still human and that mind of mine oh my god what do they think if i've got my food what do they got you whatever what are they going to ask me but nonetheless willing to go through it anyway and so i did and i get down here in the roommates that i'm staying with (laughs) <laughs> and they're, they're, oh my god I could get, I get laugh they had the eating issues as well and they brought their own food as well and there was coolers in our room as well and I'm just like man God had all the bases covered if I'm willing to sit up show up be a service trust God clean house it's unbelievable Unbelievable. anyway grateful um, so that's what I was like that's what happens when I trust God and clean house and I get the opportunity to share this stuff with others and the food becomes an afterthought. That's all I have. Thanks and happy Friday. Hope everyone has a great weekend. You continue to have a good weekend. Thanks, Shanna C. from Tennessee. Up next, we have Miss Loretta H. Followed by Alice W. Good morning, Loretta. Thank you, Jen the Gem. Loretta H., thank you all. Along with my precious God who just saved my life. I love to shares. Oh, my God. Our stories disclosed you decided what you have is what i want i came into the rooms in 2021 my first sponsor today has 49 years of recovery she was a nutritionist and she also ran to aa meetings after we ran together to get the big book to teach me out of this book god siding god siding spiritual experience, spiritual experience. The good news for me, my part was it was the first day I became honest with my food. It was the first day of honesty work I ever did, especially around the food. My lying, cheating, propaganda drove me to build story with the sash jumping out of the window in my apartment in New York City. and. That's why I said yes, ma'am, and not yes, but. And today, in fact, this afternoon, I get to pass this on to somebody else. What a miracle. I also, somebody from my other program is going to talk to me today who's interested in this program. Oh my God, is that God sightings? So it works. You know, my story. Our darkest past is our greatest asset because with that we avert death and misery to others. But the only reason is at the beginning of that is cling to the thought that in God's hands. and that's what I do every day. I cling to the thought in God's hands that I can share this message with compassion without any type of judgment, but knowing that God is taking care of them and all I have to do is shine this light through this book. And with that, I pass. Thank you, everybody. Miracles do happen and you are one of them and I am one of
1: them. Thank you. Mm,
0: Thanks so much, Loretta H. Up next we have Alice W. followed by Roz G. Good morning to you, Alice.
4: Oh hello good morning what a lovely paragraph it's Alice W from the UK um it's yes yeah, it's really lovely paragraph and um i you know the first sentence is i i need to hear how it was for other people you know otherwise there's some people that i listen to who've done incredible podcasts and um otherwise i just sort of uh, i don't relate to them you know so when they really share exactly all the dirt and grind of their disease you know their relapses and everything it gives me a trust of of how this works um and the personality change which has happened for me um when I see it in others you know that just gives me huge hope and um one of the things of these meetings um and the other thing is like like if I want what they have, I have to do what they did um I've had a bit of a battle with this of of um you know whether I let you know, I mean, with a sponsor I work with, you know, do it a different way. And I, and actually, for me, it's like I can only show them what's worked for me because other ways of doing it just haven't worked for me. Um, and that's just me. It's like someone said, it's the right screw for the right fix or whatever. You know, with a sponsor or how how you work it. And so I've had to do what they did. And and willing to go to any length is the biggest one for me because that um, caused me all sorts of problems. And <laughs> And it is really, a, it's the absolute program of action because I can really like what I see and I like people's recovery and I want what they have, but am I actually willing to go to any lengths? Um, and I had like four year relapse battle with not being willing. And even today I'm a bit nervous, you know, and I felt too ill yesterday and with sharing, um, but I want to share cause it helps me, but um, I was a bit nervous and kind of didn't want to as well, but I'm glad I have. But it's, it, this helps my recovery and um you know I sort of said oh I don't think I'll be able to and then I'm I'm here so um and there's a lot of things that um people talk about inconvenience you know a lot of this program is very inconvenient um but for me it's like I've now got 106 days or more actually I think um, I'm not showing off, it's just uh, showing off the miracle which has been given to me by my ha- higher power. And that is, uh, I want what you guys have and, and doing what you do. And that's how I've got that. So I, I don't think I've really made sense, Um bit foggy headed today, but um, thanks for listening to me. And um, I'm very, very grateful to you all in this meeting. Thank you. Absolutely, Alice. You made all the
0: sense in the world. Thanks for speaking up this morning. That's Alice W. She's from the UK. Up next, we have Roz G. from Cali, and then Jillian P. Good morning to you, Roz. Good morning, Jen. My name is Roz G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Palmdale, California, Los Angeles County. And uh, my favorite uh, special editions are the ones where it's a simple story of what it was like, what happened, and what we are like now. Um, Because I need as you know I've heard in the previous shares I really need to hear um what happened in people's lives because you know I come from a religious background and um I tried in in, in my religion to get help with my with my being overweight I didn't understand I had a spiritual malady and um I I tried to use um my my church and my religion and the the people around me to to pray and and understand how to to diet and to ask God to get you know to to help me to eat right and I never got I never got any help but when it was when I came to overeaters anonymous and I heard stories of all the stuff that happens behind why I'm fat is when my attention, you got my attention. And of course that was just the simple reason not, not understanding that I had such a spiritual malady and that I was using food to comfort my, to comfort all of the, the things that were going on in my life. I was in an alcoholic marriage. I had been, I had been brought up by alcoholic parents. I was living in American standard poverty. I had no future. And I felt so ashamed of it. And I heard that other people had shame too. But what I decided was that I wanted what you had. I wanted freedom. I wanted a life, I wanted a future. I wanted a healthy body weight, and I was willing to go to any length and that that can be so there that can be a variety of ideas. you know I've heard that willing to go to any length means that you're willing to take the rest of these steps and For me today, it means that I'm willing to get up at four o'clock in the morning or three forty five in the morning to check in and participate in this meeting or nowadays that I have to make an amends when I you know, goofed up or I have to admit when I'm wrong or I have to do these nightly reviews every night no matter how tired I am and get up in the morning and do the unawakening and throughout the day pause and admit when I'm wrong and apologize to my kids if I need to or apologize to my mom or go hang out with her for no reason at all you know not expecting anything in return those to me are willing to go to any lengths and of course putting down the food so yeah i'm ready and i want to continue on with this life because it's the best life i've ever had thank you ipad mm-hmm. perfect timing thanks so much Roz g from cali up next we have jillian p followed by nancy c good morning to you jillian
3: So I think I butchered my own name, and it's Jeannie B. from Florida.
0: (laughs) Jeannie B., it's probably my hearing. (laughs) All right, Jeannie B., go right ahead. (laughs)
3: Thank you. I am Jeannie B. I'm a compulsive overeater here in Florida, and I want to say good morning, family. Thank you so much for being here and everyone who's of service. So for me, what it was like was my face was in birthday cake. My face was in whatever I wanted in that binge. It was on to the next binge and then white knuckling to the next binge in isolation in my home, pretending no one knew. And maybe they didn't, but I did. In my isolation, I then activated a brain that was more negative than it needed to be, more paranoid than it needed to be more concerned and hyper, hyper hyper-everything it felt like. What happened is someone had the courage to say to me, have you ever heard of OA? Have you ever heard of OA? Never had. I had the courage to show up and to truly, deeply, deeply listen. And what I heard was, put down the food and you can have a new life. A new life is possible. And the biggest thing that I that comes to me today that I heard is there is no softer, easier path. You do this. You do it thoroughly. You do it rightly. Not softly. Not in delayed, whatever. Show up and you can have a new life. And what it's like today is eight plus months later, that's it. And it's a new life. It's not forever to get a new life. It's not forever to get through the steps. It is the courage and willingness to take the next right action and the next right direction from someone that you can trust and learning to trust on a higher power and in the program. And that's what it's like today. It's calm, it's decisive, and it's a lot more joy, living in joy, not just the obligations of the steps and the, and the you know rigorous action and service, but it's joy. Thank you so much for everything Vision has given me. Have a great day. Pass.
0: Thanks, Jeannie. Don't hang up yet. Can you just spell your name? Because Jeannie spelled so many different ways for people on the line.
3: Sure. J-E-A-N-N-I-E. Be like boy. Double N-I-E.
0: like boy from Florida. All right. Thanks so much for speaking up this morning. And up next we have Nancy C. Followed by Carmela G.
5: Good morning, Jen. Good morning, family. Um, Thanks for everyone doing service today. My name's Nancy C. And I'm gratefully recovered this morning in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And oh man, what a morning I'm having. These shares are amazing. Um, Talking with God this morning was absolutely incredible. And it leaves me to wanna share today. What it was like, what happened, and what we are like now. Um, I sat in the rooms of OA for eight years Hearing what it was like and what we were like now, and if you didn't, if you weren't, then I, I didn't have any use for you because it wasn't what I thought. What it was like now was right. I wanted to hear the the horror stories of how we ate and how we did what we did. But I this middle part, what happened? Oh my God, what happened? What happened is the steps in this program. But I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear it till I got on this
4: amazing
5: morning meeting that i really go to pretty much every day you guys are my tribe i heard what it was like what happened and what it is like now and in that was the hope i think it's so important that we share what it was like especially what happened and how happy joyous and free we are today because hearing that message hearing finally that I had a allergy to certain foods, and that I had a spiritual malady, and that food wasn't my problem, that blew my mind away, and I wanted what you guys had because the message was so, so incredibly important to me. And so the what happened was God tapped me on the shoulder and said, follow someone. So I became completely open, honest, and willing, I think for the first time in my life. Willing to do the what happens because it's important work. I'm a big picture guy. I just realized this this morning. I like to understand what it is and move on. I don't do math very well. I don't like to get the devil is in the detail. I don't like that devil. I had to get in the devil in the detail to get this program. But the results was I can carry this message to the next person. And I do have depth and weight in my story. It's an incredible journey. When God is ready to take you there, just put down the food and pick up this amazing program. And with that, I pass. Thanks, Jen.
0: Well, thank you much, Nancy C. Up next, we have Carmela G. Go ahead, Carmela. Good morning, Jen. And thank Mm -hmm. you so much for your leadership. Um. I am Carmella G. from New York. I'm going to begin this with, with just the quick little last three words of the previous. Capacity be, to be honest. That's where we must begin. Honest? I what, Are you kidding me? In the past, I was always on, I never lied. The reality was I lied to myself. I manipulated everybody to do what it was I want. I don't know if those of you who live outside of New York have supermarkets with that robot that comes down. He's called Robbie the Robot. I was Carmelo the Robot. Get out of my way because I'm coming through. Don't, I don't move. You better move. And that was my attitude in everything. And this program I was attracted to it for one reason. I wanted to live. I realized in my senior years that I wanted to live, not exist, but live. And this program allowed me to do that because it allowed me to stand in my kitchen and say, "Aha! you think you don't lie? You're telling the biggest lie to yourself. That was a God gift, see because I thought God was magical that's i had i've always believed, but that was a magical God. I could eat what I want, and then he could make me sing. But this program taught me work how it works, not think but work, and we must work, and the last chapters we have identified the program of uh, the issue. We are powerless. We have found the solution. We must find a power greater than ourselves. I have. I call him God. What is my God? He is love and mercy. Perfect. And today, how I am today, he feeds me every morning as soon as I wake up, plug in, and I get that nourishment and the joys that I receive throughout the day. I'm not saying life is going to be a beautiful, peachy, cream day. Nope. Life is going to be life. But he gives me all the strength I need to get through it. And therefore, I get filled with joy so much so that I want to burst and peace. And that is the gift of being in this program today and working these steps. And with that, I pass, and thank you so much. Thanks so much, Carmelogy. Well, if you've just logged on and uh, are just listening to this call, uh, we are resuming our study in the chapter, number five, how it works. We're in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're on page number 58. We're reading the second paragraph um, and commenting on that one paragraph only. It starts out with, our stories disclose in a general way, and it ends with, ready to take certain steps. I'm going to take another lineup of names, and we do value everyone's experience. So we ask that you limit your share to every third day. So that way, other people might share their experience, strength, and hope as well. If you'll give me the first name, first initial of your last name, and try and do it one at a time, I'd greatly appreciate it. Go right ahead. So, Holly, M. Crystal P. Candice, mm-hmm. M.
6: Audrey, Anita, L, Barb, W,
0: Kelly, D, and Audrey, Kelly, D, and Audrey, w. I heard you, Jillian. Kelly, Crystal, and P. I heard Barb, okay, hold on just one second, if I could have you guys hold up for just a second, is there a Jillian, P, out there? Yes, there is, and I was supposed to speak the last and Jeannie, okay, Rogers. Jillian, That's okay. I think stuff just happens. I'm going to put Jillian up there at the top, Candace M, Anita L, Audrey, did you say your name? Yeah. Okay. Audrey, Uh, Crystal, yep, I heard you. Crystal P, uh, Kelly G, and Barb W. I think that's who I got. All right, so let's try that lineup. Thanks, everybody, for your patience. Just trying to get people in that I thought were there the last time. Jillian P., Candace M., Anita L., Audrey, somebody, you're important too, Crystal P., Kelly G., and Barb W. Here we go, Jillian, go right ahead. Good morning, Jen, thank you so much. And thank you all of you for your beautiful shares. Oh my goodness, this paragraph really um, speaks to me. I circled willing, willingness. I um, spent most of my life in addiction, trying to run the show, um, killing myself, really, uh, with the food, and I came here, heard about OA, and came in desperation. I wanted to live. I was My health was affected, and I was scared. So I think it was a gift of God the the desperation that I had when I heard about OA and learned about visions and um, listened to all of you share your stories. Um, It was a gift, the willingness to go to any length, um, the willingness to be honest, um, yeah, with humility and to abandon myself to my higher power and oh, that set aside prayer helping me to see the truth. Set aside everything I think I know about myself. I was so self-centered. I mean, I can't even believe the list of character defects that <laughs> unfolded as I worked through these steps and learned who I really was. You know, and um, yeah, was I ready to trust God? I um, I realized I had a lack of power. I realized I had an obsession of the mind. I knew something was wrong with me. I thought I needed a psychiatrist. I couldn't stay on my diets anymore they weren't working something was wrong with me so yeah, just uh so thankful for um the gift of acceptance, the gift of humility um, yeah the freedom from food and um yeah the freedom from self centeredness and just the surrender every day to of myself to um to my higher power, which is God to help me to um yeah, trust Him to take care of everything, to know that that He will give me strength for the day and grace for my child and help all the way. So um I just want to thank you all so much for for who you are and for how much you have helped me to learn who I am and um, for the joy that I feel when I come here every morning and listen to all of you speak of your absolute abstinence, of your service to others. Um, Yeah, so thank you so much, and with that, I pass. Thanks so much, Jillian P. and thanks for your grace uh, for me not hearing you the first time, right? Uh, All right, let's... (laughs) <laughs> it happens, right? Yeah. Some of 100 people on the line. So <laughs> thank you. All right. Up next, we have Candace M. Then we'll have Anita L. Go ahead, Candace. Candace M. Press star one
7: to be heard. Maybe it was Nancy
0: I I, M. Maybe Nancy M. I, You know what? <laughs> Who knows today? <laughs> Go ahead,
7: Nancy. All right. Hi. Good morning. This is Nancy
0: M. in Florida, and um just very grateful to be here. Um, I just wanted to share when I came into um, a food recovery 12-step program, different from this one, um, it was really important for me to see People with physical recovery, because I was so fat my whole life and and I couldn't control my food, and I thought you know I was alone and when I saw before and after pictures and heard their story about food, um it was just it was everything I felt like I was home that finally there were people who ate like me and were obsessed about food the way I was, but now look at them, they look great. The only problem is, in that program, um, there was no guide. Nancy, we lost you. Nancy, press star 1 again. Uh, Do you hear me? I do. You said there was no God, and then I thought you were Yeah, you there was off, no so go God, right and there was no spiritual recovery. So I came into OA in a vision for you looking for that so desperately, and I found that working the steps, connecting with my higher power is so amazing. Um, but, you know, for newcomers, um, I really believe that they need to see physical recovery as well um I think it 's really, really important in a food recovery program um, you know so i I just hope and pray that you know all of us remember that that we are working towards a normal body weight and we have God with us and we 're working the steps it 's the whole package and someone shared yesterday that just resonated with me so much that the the destination is the
5: journey and
0: That's such a beautiful, just a beautiful thing that we're all on this journey together, and we can all have physical and spiritual and emotional recovery. Thank you so much. I pass. All right. Thanks so much, Nancy M. from Florida. Up next, we have Anita L. followed by Audrey. Anita, go right ahead. Good morning, everybody. This is Anita L. from outside of Philadelphia. Uh, I wanted to share today because I want to come from a little bit of a different place. Um, If you have decided you want what we have and are, this is the part, and are willing to go to any length to get it, then you are ready. Then you're ready to do what? To take certain steps. And, um, you know, working the steps is hard work you know it's, it's not easy freedom isn't free and uh, so I wanted to come from a place of being a sponsor and talking with my sponsee in the beginning the very beginning when somebody asked me to sponsor them and I say are you willing to put it all down you know are you ready to let it go The food. Are you you ready? Are you out of ideas now? You know, um, because I know my way didn't work. And that's why I needed to come to this program. Um, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. I thought it was just another diet club. Um, I came in when I was in my 20s. So I was young and naive. And uh, so anyway, I say to my sponsees, are you willing to put the food down? You know, and then if they say yes, then I go on. And then I say, are you willing to go to any length to get well? And I say, now think about it. Don't answer right away. Are you willing? And if they say yes, then I say are you willing to go to every length, not just any length? Because I think there's a big difference between any and every. Because that means I have to follow directions and recognize the fact that my way really doesn't work. And if I want what this others have, then I need to be willing to go to any length, every length to get it. So... I don't know. I guess I was coming from that place because I was on a meeting last night and somebody asked the speaker, so what do you say in the beginning to your sponsees? And that's what I do. I hope it makes sense and that it was helpful. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thanks so much, Anita. Up next, we have Audrey. Could you give me the first initial of your last name, please?
8: Hi, Jen. It's Audrey Ann from Ireland. Hey Audrey, go ahead. Uh, Thank you for your service, and thanks everybody for their shares. Um, I'm Audrey, a recovered compulsive overeater, um, one day at a time. And yeah, I love this paragraph. You know, just the fourth line before it starts, the capacity to be honest. And I hadn't got the capacity to be honest before I came into program. Um, I tried every other remedy, you know, that possible. And when I did come in, and you know could see what I could see in the recovered people it says here if you decided to have what we want and what was that and what I could see was that these are I could see compulsive overeaters not eating but being happy joyous and free you know and not having to hurt themselves with the food anymore and that's what I wanted so when my sponsor asked me are you willing to go to any lengths at that point I was willing to do anything because I wanted what other people had you know I wanted a life um, when I was in the food and in disease, you know, it was in existence, um, but I wanted to be able to, you know, smile again and I wanted to be able to live and be present. So, you know, when I get a sponsee and they're asking me, what do I have to do? You know, I say just be willing, willing to do, willing to put down the food, you know, um, and just trust that this works, you know, trust that when we get that connection to a higher power, we are then going to have this freedom, freedom from that disease, freedom from the food. Um just really grateful to be able to get on the line and share today and uh, look forward to hearing everybody else. And with that, I pass. Thanks, Jen.
0: Thanks. It was Audrey M, like in Mary, correct?
8: N for Nancy.
0: N for Nancy. Okay. Wow. I need to like use a Q-tip today. Thanks, my friend. Audrey N from Ireland. Up next is Crystal P followed by Kelly G. Good
7: yeah, morning, Crystal. Morning, Jen. Hi, this is Crystal P., Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Toronto, Canada. I am I will always remember this paragraph because I remember the first time I was invited to speak at a meeting and I was so excited. And, and I, you know, I went up to my sponsor and I'm like, oh my gosh, they asked me to speak. And, and she was like, well, you know, the big book tells you what you should do when when you're asked to speak. And I said, oh, I know, I know this one. Um, You know, it's on page 58. And it says, you know, we, uh, you know, we tell our story in a general way, what it used to be like, what happened and what it's like now. And my sponsor said, "Nope, that's that's not it. That's not what it says. And I'm like, no, I'm sure I'm sure that's what it says. I know that page. And, and she says, OK, why don't we just pull out our big book? And sure enough, I read the line and it says we disclose in a general way what we used to be like, what happened and what we are like now, not what it used to be like what happened and what it is like now because I spent my whole life believing that the problem was it. If just it could be fixed on the outside, everything would be fine. That was how I faced my entire life, how I saw everything. But coming into program, I realized the problem is in me. I am the problem. I need to be fixed. It's like those old, um, those old horror movies, the call is coming from inside the house. You know that's where the problem is, and until I get fixed, it doesn't matter what else happens to it outside. nothing's going to get better. So when I share my story what i what I've learned now is to share what I was like on the inside, the thoughts that I used to believe the the things that used to go through my head the the way that I used to look at every situation, the things that I used to feel um in my heart with every situation. And I talk about what God did to me on the inside, how he rearranged all of my thoughts and beliefs and and just the way I saw and experienced everything in the world. And then finally, in recovery, what my head is like, because before recovery, my head, my heart, my body, these were not livable places. They were horrible to exist in. And today, they're not. Today, I can be by myself in my home with no other external stimulus, and I'm fine because the things in my head are not the horrible things that they used to be. And that was what has really changed. The only thing that's really, really changed in my world is what's inside me. And that is only that is only something that God can do. No self-help book, no other person, no sponsor, no fellow, nobody else can do that. Only God can rearrange those things inside me that I don't even know. I, I didn't even know that that's what existed inside me, let alone being able to change it. Thanks for letting me share. I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Crystal P. from Toronto, Canada. Up next, we have Kelly G. from the
9: sunny state of Florida. Go ahead, Miss Kelly. Good morning, everybody. Kelly G., Recovered compulsive Overeater in Florida. Can you hear me okay? You can be heard. Okay, perfect. Thanks, Jen, for your service. I, I want to hone in on the part at the end, the last sentence where it talks about going to any length. Um, for my recovery. And that, that took a lot of different shapes and forms. So um, this time around for me, when I was getting abstinent, um, my sponsor, I had ordered takeout and uh, I was on a Zoom meeting, camera off, takeout on its way. And I was messaging my sponsor and she was like, well, are you willing to go to any length? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, so when the takeout comes, are you willing to throw it out? And I was like, in my head, I said, you know what? Fine, fine, yep, willing to throw it out. So it comes, I throw it out, we get off the phone, and I order a new, new order, right? So I was willing to comply, I was willing to do that, but that's not really what the big book means. And this time around, going to any length meant doing the counterintuitive thing of what I wanted to do. That's truly what it meant. It meant following directions, shutting my mouth, and getting uncomfortable, and I think the hardest part about this program for me was being uncomfortable, not having to feel the growing pains, not having to get my way. I don't want to be told no. I want what I want when I want it. I want the ease and comfort. And going to any lane for me meant that I had to accept, embrace, expect, anticipate the uncomfortability and know that I'm not going to die and that I'm going to get through it. And as I got recovered and now sponsoring and and having such an abundant life, thank you, God, my counterintuitive before is now my intuitive. And to me, that is such a measure of, of my spiritual fitness and how far that I've come. And having that God instinct and knowing what is right, what is wrong, Right, Knowing that my recovery comes first no matter what. If something that I do gives me a little bit of a rise, that little bit of a naughty, like, mm, like, there's just this feeling, and I'm sure many of you can relate, where it's like, you know, like, Ugh. Like, I wish I wasn't so self-aware. It's almost a blessing and a curse. Um, but in knowing that, it just goes to show the God instinct that I have to continue consistently listen to because going to any length is not just stop while working the steps. It is a way of my life right now. And, um, and any time that I experience that, you know, I'm uncomfortable or I want to do one thing but I really know the right thing is the other, I have to do the other. When there's a fork in the road, there's only one option for me, and that's moving towards God because I have no other choice. Um, I know what it's like to not go to any length and it doesn't get me very far. So I'm just really grateful today. I'm grateful today to be have the willingness to go to any lane, continue to, and and be gravitated towards always doing that, that next right thing. So thanks for letting me share. Thank you,
0: Kelly G from Florida. Barb, I have about one minute for you. Would you like to share now, or would you like to wait till the second hour? Sure,
9: but-
6: Barb W, um, gracefully recovered in Illinois. I'm just thinking of the dimensionality, the um, general way, a nutshell, that the stories of the way people were, the way I was and what happened and what I'm like now are just like cliff-noted versions. I came in and people talked about a story, a, a, a message of depth and the way I had. I had depth of depression and despair and I had weight. I had weight, depth, and weight. Those are my depths and weight back then. Um, and the only power that can lead me through all this is a, is the higher power, which I've come to know more deeply than I ever thought possible. And now it's not just um, a, a, a length. What length? What was the going to any length was first putting down the food, which seemed extraordinary. But now it's it's and then the willingness to. Um, Stay on the line when I was a newcomer, stay on the line and and put my name out as a newcomer and then willing to stay to the second hour end and get names of potential sponsors and then and then being willing to be led on the steps and take those steps. And so now it's not just not just any length, but my life has depth and and height and width of a spiritual nature and not a physical body nature. It's dimensionality beyond my wildest imagination. Um, so, I, Jen, thank you for your service and letting me talk just that brief moment. It's perfect. Have a
0: good day. Yes. yes, it was. Thank you so much, Barb W. Glad we got everybody in today, and thanks for your patience with my hearing. Thank you to everybody who shared on the line with us today and those who came and sat on the line and listened as well. You're just as important. Please join us for our second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. All right, well, here's the share ID for today, so jot it down if you want it for yourself to re listen or share it with a friend. For Friday, January 27th, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Big Book Study, it's 19,895. That's 1,9895. We're now going to close with a reading from the Big Book. We're on page 164, it just flipped there, and then we'll follow up with the Serenity Prayer. Will Barb W. please read a vision for you?